Hello, welcome back to Postgrad Processing, the podcast where a recent college graduate talks about the transition from student to worker and all the feelings wrapped up in it. I'm your host, Michaela Graff, and today I'd say I'm feeling whelmed. Not overwhelmed, but not underwhelmed either, just normal, regular whelmed. You know, I have a lot of things on my mind, a lot of things to do, so I'm fully submerged in life right now, but it's not over my head, and it's not just to my ankles, you know. I'm feeling good, it's just there's a lot of things to keep up on, and today I just kind of want to update you guys on what my life looks like, what I've been doing, what I've been up to how I've been doing. When I started this podcast and blog a month ago, I wanted to use it partially to update friends and family and anyone who cares because I can't always do that, you know, let every single person know every single week what I've been up to, what I've been doing. So this is kind of like a log for that because I understand like this is a transitional season where Honestly, I don't necessarily know where tomorrow is going to take me. Looking for a job, trying to plant my feet somewhere, trying out new things, seeing what works. All of that is going to characterize my life for a little while now. And so I told everyone, like, hey, I'm going to start a blog and you'll be able to see life updates there. And then I haven't really updated life since I started it. So that's what I'm doing today. For starters, let's go ahead and get it out of the way right at the beginning. No, sadly, I do not have a job yet still. Nothing has moved forward with that interview that I did a few weeks ago, and there's been no other steps in any other jobs since then either. So no news there. However, There is news in a different field that I'm realizing now I have yet to talk about, even though it's pretty important to my life right now. So I'll give a little rundown for you guys so that you guys can get caught up to speed with this, and then I'll tell you about how this is moving forward currently. So in December of last year, I decided that I wanted to, along with my degree, get a certificate to teach English as a foreign language. So I signed up for a class online and I started that in February and then the course ended in April. And then as a part of this course, you have to do a 20-hour practicum and that's a combination of observation, student teaching, tutoring, whatever. It just has to be 20 hours and six of those hours have to be either teaching or tutoring. Since then, I've been looking for somewhere that I can do this online, in person, wherever, whatever, and I have yet to have luck up until last week, let's say. I rarely heard back from anyone. If I did hear back, it kind of fizzled out very quickly, and originally I was supposed to get this done about mid-July, but I realized soon into the summer that That was just going to be really hard for me with moving and everything. And so I extended it until December 31st of this year. Now, could I have made that longer? 
Yes. Did I choose to? No. Because I was like, no matter what, I want to be done by the end of this year. And I still feel that way. So, I can happily say now that I have a plan for my practicum, that I have at least one place that I will be getting hours with. And if I need to, I can get all 20 hours from that place. It's online and it's honestly a really cool organization and it's a really cool setup. And part of their application process is like, do you need to fulfill a 20-hour practicum? Here are your options. And I was like, yes, perfect, thanks. So I'm moving forward with that this week. I just need to send in some paperwork, finalize a few things, and then I can get right into observing some classes and then I'll start teaching them soon. So that's exciting. Other than that, I'm also in contact with a place locally so that I can get some in-person classroom experience and I would love to do that too. So hopefully that goes forward as well. So even though I haven't said this up until now, this whole time as I've been looking for jobs and applying to jobs, I've also been looking for places to fulfill this practicum and It will be cutting in close, but I will make it by December and I will be able to get my certificate and then I can start applying for jobs overseas to teach English because that's what I really want to do. So there you go. A month into the podcast, five episodes in, you finally get to know the other half of what I'm trying to do with my life right now. So you're welcome for that. Now I've gotten everything about my job out of the way, about my practicum out of the way, So now I can kind of talk about just some other life things. I do want to say that I have a plan moving forward. I'm going to continue applying to jobs, obviously. My ideal situation would be getting a full-time job and fulfilling this practicum on the side. And then as soon as this practicum is over, being able to use that time and some other free time to get a part-time job as well. I'm going to be grinding, saving up money so that I can go teach overseas and have everything I need. So that's the plan as of now. Obviously, I can't see the future. I can't see how things are going to go. That's how I would like it to go, but we'll see. And I will continue to update you guys on that whole process moving forward. Aside from all that stuff, another big question is where are you living? What's your living situation like? And I told people some tentative plans before I moved here and then those plans changed and then I told them other possibilities and then I haven't gone to those either. So to update everyone, I am still living with my parents at their house. Originally, I had thought, oh, when I move there, I'll move in with some other family, get some separation from my parents and my siblings. And this is not because I don't love them and I don't like living with them because I do. It's actually the opposite mostly. A big reason for why I was going to be moving out was to go ahead and get that separation, especially if I am planning to go live overseas. Like that's a big step, going and living somewhere on my own versus living with my family my entire life. And I love my family. I'm very family oriented. My sister is one of my best friends and it's just going to be hard no matter what, but it's definitely going to be difficult going from seeing them every single day to not even seeing them like in a month. 
You know what I mean? So that was a big reason. And because of those reasons, I still am considering options of living elsewhere for the time being. But it just happens that as we got into the groove of life, it's just a lot easier for me to live at home. And I help out with a lot of things at my house. I take my sister to school, like I mentioned last week. I help cook dinner and meal plan and meal prep and things like that. So it's just fallen into place in a way that I'm okay with completely. And my family's okay with. I'm not like overextending my stay or anything like that. So that's what it is for now. We'll see if that changes in the coming months. I do have other options. I just haven't chosen to pursue them right now. So we'll see about that. Uh, My life is not all about applying to jobs and getting that figured out and my living situation. I do have (laughs) fun outside of all that, but that's been another challenge since I moved here is trying to figure out what do I want to do with my free time? What can I pour myself into? Because prior to this, a lot of my free time was consumed with dance. I was teaching dance and I was on a dance team. I was performing and I love that and I do miss that a lot. (laughs) But when I moved here, I was like, maybe I want to try some new things. Maybe I want to branch out. So one thing that I've been really into since I moved here is bungee fitness. I'm sure you've seen this on social media before, but if you haven't, basically you are strapped into a bungee harness that is connected to the ceiling and you jump around, fly around. It's really fun. Burpees are a big one. do a lot of burpees. So it's, it is a workout. It's just lower impact because you're strapped into these bungees. And it is so, so much fun because I like working out for the most part, but it has to be fun. I can't do the same thing every time and I need good music and I like doing it in community. And this is just the best of all those worlds combined because we do, it's almost like choreography really. So I'm getting that similar thing from dance that I've grown used to, you know, doing things to a beat and you have set moves and stuff like that, but it's just really fun and it's a challenge, you know, it's different from what I've been used to. And that's not to say that I wasn't challenged in dance because I was still every single class I was challenged. That's kind of on you, I feel, as a dancer to make sure things are challenging for you. Like, if you're not feeling challenged in a class, are you really trying to make yourself better in it? You know what I mean? So, I definitely was challenged when I was in dance, but this is just a new thing. It's like learning a new skill, and I really enjoy it. So, I've been up to that. I did have to take a break for a few weeks because I hurt my side doing bungee fitness, Word to the wise, when they say that you should be engaging your core, you should be engaging your core. (laughs) Because I got a little lazy, I think. And it's really easy to strain your muscles, especially your obliques and all that, back muscles, everything. And so 
it was a quite literal pain in my side and I had to take a few weeks off, rest, get that better, but I'm back at it this week. It's been super fun, exactly what I needed. Gonna be back into the swing of things, cardio, all that, and on top of it, I do want to start lifting again and just working on toning. I also want to work on my flexibility, so maybe I'll have you guys hold me accountable on that too. You know, I'll make sure whenever I give updates on my life, I'll talk about that as well so that hopefully that'll motivate me to stay at it. So that's what I've been doing with a lot of my free time, but I've also been doing other things, you know. I started attending a, it's not really a Bible study, but it it is an eight-week study of sorts at a church in Cincinnati, and I do that on Wednesday nights, and then I also am involved in a small group that meets on Mondays with the church locally, and so I've been doing that, making friends that way. It's been really fun being in community with people that aren't my family, you know, that I am not related to, and that's just something that I really value, so I've gotten plugged in there, and that's been great. I've also been trying to explore the area a little bit more, especially because I haven't lived here in a while, and so there's a lot of places I haven't been to, things I haven't seen. Even when I was living here, I was young, you know, so I knew the parks, but I didn't know all the coffee shops or local restaurants or things like that, so I've been trying to get into that more. It's a little difficult when you don't have a job, so you don't have money, so (laughs) can't be doing that all the time, but there have been a few places that I've been to recently that I really liked. So I'll go ahead and shout them out. You know, if you're ever in the Dayton area, look up these places. As far as coffee shops go, I haven't tried all of them, but one that really sticks out to me is Ghostlight. They were just a really cool environment. They had a lot of interesting drinks, including one I tried that was disgusting to me. (laughs) If you've ever had uh, an espresso lemonade? It's just not for me. If you like really sour drinks and if you like the bean taste of coffee, then that might be the drink for you. You should try it. Not for me. Luckily, that was not the drink I got though. That was the drink my mom got, so (laughs) she was the one who stuck with it. I got the tried and true vanilla oat milk latte iced and it was delicious and they had some fun homemade food like they had stuff I think they called them ghost tarts they were like pop tarts but they were handmade there at the ghost light cafe and so it was just really fun and I'd love to go back there as far as food goes again I haven't tried a lot of local restaurants but a week or two ago I went with my sister to Dublin pub this is like in Dayton and It was really cool. It's in the top 10 in the US and the food was so, so good. They have their like signature Dublin fries or whatever they call them, but they've got a bunch of different types of cheese on them, bacon on them. Not the greatest for you, but they tasted amazing. So that's what mattered. And again, it was just a place with a really cool ambiance, a cool environment. 
and we went for lunch so it wasn't crowded or anything and I didn't get to see it at night with like the Dayton nightlife and stuff like that but as far as food goes mm -mm -mm. it was delicious (laughs) and in that district it's called the Oregon district in Dayton so if you've ever explored the city you've probably seen it or heard of it and it's a really really cute downtown area and there's a lot of cute local shops there we went to a plant shop we went to a couple like gift shops and just looked around and I'd love to go back there we unfortunately had limited time there and limited funds so didn't get to explore it to its full capacity but I am planning on going back sometime soon Because that's just something that I really like. I like getting into the city that I'm in. I like exploring local shops, supporting local businesses. And it was a really cool area, so I definitely want to go back there. And all this being said, if you live in the Dayton area or if you've been to the Dayton area and you have any recommendations of places to go to, eat at, shop at, anything like that, I'd love to hear it because when I get money... (laughs) I'd love to explore it more. But other than that, my days have just been going to Goodwill a lot, looking for Halloween costumes, not finding any yet, but I did find a genuine leather jacket. It's brown, it's gorgeous, and it was $15. By far my greatest find so far. I try to limit myself. I was like, I'm only looking for costumes, but someone had tried it on and then put it back on the rack. Like they didn't want it by the dressing rooms. And I was like, let me see this. And it fits perfectly. It's just mm, gorgeous. So no costume look, but did get a great jacket out of it. So I'm still a winner really. And with all that being said, I really just want to leave you guys with one final note of sort of encouragement and I talked about this a little bit last week and I'm still not going to go in depth on it yet because I probably am going to do a podcast on it a blog on it spoiler but a big practice that I've been focusing on for the past couple weeks is solitude and I would highly recommend it it is crazy I've been listening to podcasts about it people citing statistics and books, and our world really is designed to keep us distracted all the time. Like, they don't want us to be away from media or anything like that. And I'm not saying media is so bad for you, you know, you can't be connected to the world, to the internet, you need to go off the grid, anything like that. No. What I am saying is it's really beneficial to take just a little bit of time every day to be completely away from media, no music, no podcast, no books, TV, anything like that, social media, whatever, and to just sit or take a walk or anything like that, but something that minimizes both external distractions and your own internal noise It's really hard. That internal part's hard, but that's something that you confront in this solitude and that's natural and it's a good place to process emotions, to really examine the world around you, especially if you go, like I said, go for a walk and do this in nature or anything. It's just really grounding and this is not to sound like some (laughs) crunchy granola girl or anything like that, but 
it really is helpful. It's basically a form of meditation, a form of mindfulness, just getting everything quiet and just sitting in that quiet. Really soak it in and allow yourself to stay in that. And I think it's been really good for me, really eye-opening to a lot of things, and it makes me feel better if I start my day with this, just sitting there or doing something small, but in silence, away from my phone, away from media, and I really encourage you guys to just try it. 15, 20 minutes, one morning, just sit there before you start worrying about all the things you need to do in the day, before you go to the gym, before you start getting ready for the day. Just sit there, meditate, listen to your thoughts. If you are religious, pray. It's a really great time to do that. But again, just don't ignore what your mind is telling you, what your heart is bringing up. And it's a difficult practice. It's really hard, but it's been really nice. And so in the midst of everything that I've been doing, like I said, I'm whelmed. But I feel like if I wasn't doing this processing, this work to actively sit in my emotions, sit in my thoughts, in those worries all of that, and then all of that, and then navigate through it, I probably would be more overwhelmed than whelmed. Like, it would be a little bit over my head. So, like I said, if you guys want me to go more in depth than that, I will probably in the next few weeks. Uh, But for now, that is everything. That's all my updates. I'll give you a quick recap. Just remember, Do I have a job? No. Do I have somewhere to do my 20-hour practicum? Yes. Who am I living with? My parents, still. And I like it, and that's a good situation. What have I been doing with my free time? Bungee fitness, exploring the city, but trying not to spend too much money, and solitude, meditation, mindfulness, just a new practice in my life. And I'm sure there's other things, other questions I could answer, but for now I feel like I've talked about myself enough. I've given you an update on my life and moving forward I'll be talking about other topics like I have been for the last few weeks, but every once in a while I'll do a little check-in like this. I'll give you guys an update, let you guys know how I'm doing, what I'm doing, and give myself some room to talk about that. Like, this is sort of like an audio journal for me, if you will. You guys are my diary, and I'm just penciling in what my days have been like. And don't forget, guys, to check out the blog if you haven't yet. That is postgradprocessing.wixsite.com forward slash blog. And that will also be in the description below if you want to check that out. And remember, that website is where you can find links to other platforms if you want to listen to the podcast on YouTube or anywhere else. And it'll also have my Instagram where I'm trying to post more things. I might be playing around with some more formats in the coming weeks, so look forward to that. And if there's any other updates throughout the week, they will be there on that website. So 
don't forget to check that out. But for now, this has been Postgrad Processing. I'm your host, Michaela Graff, and I'll see you again next week with more stories and a lot more feelings. Stay cool. Thank you.